Welcome to the Breaking Health Podcast, a series of discussions with the most disruptive CEOs and leaders in digital health. Today's episode is brought to you by Witham. All right, welcome to the Breaking Health Podcast. I'm here with Inam Noor, CEO of Insight and Health, soon to be Engage Health, right? <laughs> welcome to the podcast. How are you? Thank you, Steve. Uh, I'm doing great. Thank you. And uh, thanks for having me. Uh, really excited to have today's conversation with you. Yeah, as, as always happens when I meet new people, I end up finding out that you're a Boston guy. You've got, uh, you're wearing your Boston University colors. So that's cool. And uh, we've got to root for my daughters. into each other because nobody goes out anymore, right? That's right. <laughs> so let's talk about your company. Uh, it's always the most interesting thing to me, um, how founders decide to start a business. What is the impulse that causes a business to get started? And uh, maybe you can start there. I mean, there's easier ways to make a living. What, uh, what, what made you want to start a company? Yeah, so, you know, I'll take, you know, kind of the way back machine real quick, high level, then more focus around the, um, the insight and health story, right? So I've been an entrepreneur since almost day one after I left college and I went to school for computer science. I was a coder, programmer, and very quickly I figured out people are making a lot of money from what I do and I just take a paycheck. So uh, this was late 90s, early 2000s, and, you know, I wanted to focus on building something impactful. And my first uh, company uh, based out of Chicago, we had a great run for about 10, 10 years long. Uh, we focused a lot around consumer experience, around digital uh, analytics and digital workflow, right? So that's the boom in the 2000s, the e-commerce everything came in, right? So what we did is literally identify how best to serve up the next best offer, why would people buy, you know, conversion optimization, you name it, all those good things, which today seems like, that's a service. We, you know, back then when first e-commerce, um, everybody just wanted a website, right? Didn't know like I am clicking 20 times to buy something versus we have the Amazons of the world. So you tell Alexa what to send you, right? So, so that was a company. We didn't really build a, so to speak, platform. It was tech-enabled services company. We had a great run. Um, we exited uh, early 2000, 2010. 2011 timeframe and what we Marcy company with a larger uh, marketing uh, farm that was doing a lot of um, conventional marketing, print marketing, direct marketing, and to collaborate the digital with the non-digital and they really truly create the integrated model was the key. And that was kind of when I got focused on healthcare. So even though we're all about healthcare now, I don't come from the healthcare background by itself. And as you can tell, as we can all tell, we get mails all the time from our healthcare doctor's office or insurance company. It doesn't matter. Half the time they even say, it's not a bill. Don't worry about it. But it looks like a bill, right? Like, and we don't even open it. Oh, that's from the insurance company. So direct marketing is huge in healthcare. And, and uh, you know, I was fortunate enough to be able to be involved in uh, some of the uh, cool initiatives that Johns Hopkins were doing with their Medicaid population and Kaiser Permanente with their uh, government, uh, government employees. And, and what I started identifying at that early stage when I was transitioning out of my digital world is there is a ton of data in the digital worlds, whether that's Amazon of the worlds or whether that's you know the Googles of the worlds, 
everything is driven by data and then data is key and they can drive consumer experience, right? And they don't have the luxury like the healthcare actually does have is they don't start with a lot of data about a consumer. They don't know much. They want to identify your IP, then maybe an email address, and then maybe a buying pattern. Where if you look at healthcare, there is no shortage of data. But the big problem healthcare has in our system today is, and again, it's just the way the technology has evolved, is there's a lot of silos in data ecosystem. Because I could be your diabetes management platform, and I generate data around that activity, and I got that. And then I could be your marketing agency that is running some digital ads around awareness around type 2 diabetes, and they're having their data. I could be your claims platform that I'm not connected with any of the other activity. And it, it, it creates a lot of data. Health plan says, I have a data lake. I'll store all the data because compliance wants me to do that. But the value out of the data does not come out. And data is almost looked at in healthcare. Uh, I think in the early stage, like, you know, five, six years ago, when we started looking at, you know, why what we do, why the need is, is the data is looked at as an operational byproduct rather than an asset in healthcare. And, and that got me really intrigued is, you know, I have some personal experience. Both of my parents passed away. And again, you know, healthcare kind of is like, is, is, you know, dear to my heart. And, you know, what, what was frustrating to me is if the data does not collaborate in the ecosystem, whether that's your doctor's office, providers, you know, pharmacy, ultimately it's a consumer who is not getting the result. And whether we, you know, call it employer-based healthcare, whatnot, consumer pays for it. We do pay for our healthcare and we don't get the results. And it's just not acceptable where every other industry figure out how to create that consumerism, right? So, so what we looked at it is, well, wouldn't that be great if there is a platform that can connect all of those siloed data, bring it all in one ecosystem and really understand the data and make meanings, make information out of the data to drive interventions for the future, you know, behavioral activity or whatever you want to do, right? And that was the, you know, thesis and understanding of building out our platform Engage is, you know, how do you create that data connectivity to drive the insight, to ultimately drive the next best action for the consumers to be more healthier? Uh, so without getting into too detail around the platform, how it works, that's how the whole thing started. Yeah. So the interesting thing about it is there is a lot of data in healthcare. And uh, one of the question, questions I've always asked is like, what can I use? The, what problems can I solve with the data, right? Or what solutions can I deliver with the data? So I would imagine as you sort of made that observation, one of the questions you asked yourself was, where should I start focusing my attention? So, yeah. so how, did you, how did you prioritize where you thought you should focus your attention? Absolutely. So, so the way our platform works, right? So we, we are an integrator, not a disruptor. And here's what I mean by that. When we come in, we don't change the existing workflow, the clients that predominantly we work with the health plans already have. We make that workflow better. We make that workflow more real-time. We generate better results out of the existing workflow by reducing unnecessary costs, by improving the member satisfaction, because if you are delivering more personalized one-to-one -one experience in the output, um, it, it ultimately creates that, right? Our ultimate goal is long-term, you're creating the lifetime member value. And I think when you look at 
any other industry, whether that's Amazon Prime or, you know, United Airlines loyalty program, that's what they're creating, right, is a lifetime consumer value. And I think in healthcare, that is one of the areas nobody looks at it is how to create that lifetime member value. Now, again, like I get it every year, there's a renewal, you got to sign up again. But ultimately, if we focus around that and impact how consumers wants to be treated when it comes up with their healthcare. Um, you know, a lot of the behavioral changes happens that why should I be doing preventative care management or why should I go to a doctor because I'm sick? And we all know the cost of care is not going down. Even with all those inventions, innovative approach, cost of care is rising. If you just take Medicare Advantage, you know, it will rise by many percentage over next five to 10 years. Why should it rise if we're getting more advanced, right? Computers cost less, less now than it did 10 years ago. So the fundamentally, you know, what we looked at is, look, there's a lot of focus around individual activity, whether that's mental behavioral, whether that's diabetes. Um, instead of focusing around a particular interventions, we looked at ourselves as more of a tech play that you have a cloud, you host your data. That's what it does. It could be healthcare data, doesn't matter. Well, we are an ecosystem connector and a cloud base that we bring all those data in, all of it that you're using today, whether that's care management, disease management, doesn't matter, pharmaceutical. And we allow you to impact all of them because the real-time visibility then allows you to see. And then we also push through our you know, AI a next best action. So what the step each individual should take. So uh, a, a very simple, quick example I'll give you, let's say, uh, a Medicare Advantage population, you got two members, you know, Susan and Jane, and they're both 67 type 2 diabetes, right? Traditionally, health plan will identify that, and then they will engage them to say, look, we want you to go do your A1C screening and everything else that CMS wants us to do. And if you do that, I'll give you a $25 gift card. And, you know, it's a very traditional model they will use just for that activity. Now, again, for Medicare Advantage, you know, you know, doing those preventive care management is also measurements with their CMS guidelines and everything. They can get improved stars, right? Where if they were to plug in that into our platform, let's say it's the same company that is going to do the engagement, right? What our platform would do, because we connect the data ecosystem, not just one level of data, which could be HIDAS gaps in care, we start breaking it down. Well, what else we know about member A and member B? Well, some of the data could be, well, member B, lives in a senior care facility, infrequently sees their doctors because we're pulling in the claims data, we can identify that too, right? And we can also ingest propensity models that all the smart people has created for the health plan. Well, most likely may not close the care gap. And then, you know, the member A, if we start dissecting and see, well, lives in a single family home with the husband and frequently visits the PCP and most likely might close the care gap. So the extract from our platform would be, it's a two different path for them to engage and go to the doctor's office. Um, if we also ingest, let's say, SDOH data and identify the person B has a transportation challenge, why it may or may not go to a doctor. So as you can see, all of this activity in a health plan today happens in different silos. We bring them all into the same ecosystem to deliver that intervention. The intervention in this scenario would be, well, person A always goes to a doctor, already opted into digital communication, send them a quick text. Hey, it's that time of the year, click here, get your doctor's appointment set and go to a doctor, right? Very low cost effectively. You can remind that person more like a reminder 
creates the outcome. But person B, because the system is identifying, most likely will not go to the doctor's office, therefore send it to a probably a very highly qualified care management person who can actually create a manual intervention, speaking of the phone call, having a conversation on in-home assessment to really get to the next level. Like, is the person really socially isolated why they don't go to a doctor? Or is there other challenges? Because you're not going to find that by just mailing them and say, go to your doctors, right? So in our platform, we can create that all at each individual member level. So if you have a million members, the system can create in real time, ingesting this data, how the million path would be very similarly how Amazon Netflix does. So the technology workflow is very similar. Ingesting the data, how do we create the path for the next best action? And then the output that I was mentioning could be fully done by their existing texting tool or existing care management platform. We push the information into those systems. And the intervention is actually happening outside of our tool. This episode is brought to you by Witham a forward-thinking, technology-driven advisory and accounting firm committed to helping companies be more profitable, efficient, and productive in today's complex business environment. Witham's dedicated digital health services team is proud to sponsor this episode as well as the upcoming Digital Healthcare Innovation Summit. Get to know them at www.witham.com. That's cool. I, I think I understand. So I want to keep asking you a couple more questions if that's yep, okay. Absolutely. So so it seems like what you're you're doing in, in my in, in sort of like my simple lingo would be you're personalizing the needs of the of the consumer based on your ability to analyze their 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 data. So in those two examples, you know, the services that each that those individuals needed were substantially different, even though the gaps of care analysis would make them look the same. Is that a fair yep, way to absolutely. Think about it? Absolutely. So, so if I wanted to like characterize it as a personalization engine, you would not be offended by that. Nope. Okay. Because that's exactly the outcome is it's one-to-one personalized interventions automation, right? From the data that the insight drives it. So yes, exactly. And then you're agnostic to how the health plan utilizes that personalization information in that you're saying they could be using X mobile application or a text application or or a phone intervention, however they want to use it, you're essentially giving them a digital personalization action for them to all, act on. All medium, not just digital. If the intervention has to go through a call center tool or a print fulfillment vendor, so we can do output all of the above. It's not just a digital only approach. And you're, But your expectation would be that those systems would be you would interface to those systems rather than be those systems. Is that uh, yes? So, for instance, to give an example, in that person A, person B, typically if they're having incentive programs, so it is a mailer that goes out. So it's probably they're using a direct mail vendor telling them these are all the people that need the diabetes, you know, awareness program, and they mail it right. In our model, neither example that $2 piece will be printed because we identified person A already opted in digital communication, a quick push into the digital tool allows them to get the reminder and close. And then the person B might be more costlier than the $2 mailer, but the $2 mailer doesn't move that person, right? They don't go into the doctor. But ultimately our goal becomes every single person, can you get down to that personalization level 
to impact their behavioral to be healthier. And that's ultimately, you know, when we look at it, like 20% of the cause comes from, you know, 80% of the cause comes from like the 20% of the people, like that matrix does not drive the overall healthcare costs lower. You have to impact every single person most effectively. Uh, so today's world, we already have many of those integrations already built in. And to give an example, in the print fulfillment, well, they're the most old school way they ingest data, but they all take the data same way. Give me a CSV file and I can work with it, right? So in our process, we have open APIs, we have single sign-on, we have schedule-based data push, actually in our data ingestion, but 90% of all of them happens through our machine learning algorithms. So it's not manual, it's all automated QC, everything goes through that uh, process. So again, we can ingest both structured and unstructured data because we have a natural language processing built in and healthcare, a lot of unstructured data is there, right? Phone conversation with customer service, all recordings. So we can actually ingest those data as well because think about it. Do you really want to tell a member, go to a doctor if they're really angry with you for whatever reason? And you probably pick up a lot of those information from their customer service conversation. Where is my pre-authorization? You still haven't given it to me. And they're using things. And if we identify a person is mad like that, it might be a different outcome that, hey, put a pause, solve the problem why they're angry before you even tell them. You want them to do more things because it's always consumer things. Like what's in it for the insurance company? They're calling me again. My price is going to go up. And again, it happens for a reason because the activities are happening the traditional way. And that's the barrier that we want to break down. And then back to your point that, you know, we, we make smart people making smarter decisions. So if you think about Google AdWords, Google doesn't create the ads, but Google provides the insight to the marketers to run ads. Some might run really good ads, some might run not so good ads, but they're the information, right? That's how our heart platform is. The health plan, the clients now have the insight to drive their interventions, right? And again, obviously our team works with them to make it smarter because client A might run that program completely different than client B because it's their own secret recipe that we allows them to do it much more effectively, much more real time than it's like, hey, what happened last year? What are we going to do next year model? That's cool. So- you said you're cloud-based um, and you're, you're ingesting the data when you're ingesting. So you're ingesting the data that's available for each plan. How does the health plan um, employee inter- interact with your system and, and how do how does your system then connect to the various communication methodologies the plan might be using? Yeah, uh, great, great, great topic. Great question. Um, so, so when we look at it, it's like, listen, we're going to bring in a lot of data, a lot of healthcare data in our cloud-based system. So data security has been number one, you know, focus from day one for us, right? Like I mentioned that a lot of the interventions we do, there's less manual, everything is automated. So we went through very early stage, even though we're a young company, high trust CSF, you know, all the NCQA pre-validation, you know, we sit on Azure, so our infrastructure is all you know, following all of those compliance as well. And again, you know, in healthcare, when you're trying to take data, like, you know, some of our clients, it's a requirement. You must have high trust CSF. If you don't do it, we're not going to give you data. So, so once the data is coming into our platform, predominantly in the lot of the client side of it is the business strategies. So if it's a Medicare advantage and it's a quality and the stars team, they want to improve their stars rating, they want to improve their member satisfaction, 
it's an internal strategy team that is actually running the campaigns and everything else. The visibility helps them day one that, okay, now we want to automate the workflow. Now, as we automate the workflow, sometimes the user base could be the provider or customer service as well. And here's how. Because if our insight is saying, hey, this person is angry. Next time when you call, talk about that you know, doctor's visit conversation. We might push that insight into their customer service platform where the customer service people are actually using the outcome but may not see our tool directly, but we're pushing that information in there. Same as the provider, if we're pushing it into the EMR and the doctor, when they're looking at the notes, all of a sudden like, oh, they have a transportation issue and they are uh, you know, eligible for 10 free rides and here's how to do it, offer that up. So in that case, doctor may not ever see our tool, but that insight and the content is pushed from our platform into their EMR. So a lot of time indirectly, the user population is huge. The direct user that comes into the platform is more into that business owners, the business strategies of different line of business within the health plan. They're looking at the insight to drive better strategies. Cool. So how's the business doing? First of all, when did you start the company? Uh, so we this is our fifth year. Um, we're excited going into the fifth year because, uh, you know, again, you know, I'm always very excited, even though we have investors and all of those, we've been profitable since day one and we're still profitable. And sometimes I keep hearing that I spend more, you got to burn, but you know, we, we, we built a business first before we wanted to scale and we had revenue since day one and we have increased that every year, which is very exciting to us. And, Always when we have forecast and projection and we say end of the year, we will have a lot of cash on hand. So that means that allows us to scaling. Um, so today I mentioned that we predominantly focus on the health plans. And within the health plans, we predominantly focus around the Medicare Advantage product for two reasons, because that's one of the most popular direct-to-consumer you know, health product. Because the employer base, consumers really don't decide what health plan they want because their company gives it to them. That's what they have. You don't really build the loyalty. So we we have a different line of product in 2022 that we will go into the employer base. But when it comes to the personalization, we heavily focus on the MA. Today, we have about 21% of the, all the MA population in our platform. We have lives in every state, plus Puerto Rico and Guam. Uh, we handle little over a billion health records of all of these populations through our platform. So obviously, in that short period of time, we, we believe in the AMA when we look at it. We understand our AI, understand the population as good as anybody to drive better interventions. So things are going really well. We, um, we brought in um, a head of uh, chief commercial officer late last year. Um, he built up the sales team. So we're in a grow, grow, grow model going into 2022. Yeah, but you have to do all the selling, don't you? You're the founder. Uh, until we brought that guy, <laughs> yes. Every customer says, I have sold. <laughs> and I keep reminding him, look, you have one sales guy. He knows all those things. You don't think about me as the CEO. I can tell you what works, what doesn't work, because all the customers we have with all those lives, I sold them. And I had to convince them day one when we had no customer. So that was the hardest sale, right? Yeah. Well, the first, you know, the first one out of the jar. We, we have some hard. very glorious logos. Uh, so I tell them, like, when we got that logo, we didn't have that logo. Now you have that logo. Not only that, you have the success story about that logo. It should be easier for you. So we'll see. Uh, the, the early indicator shows that it, 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 it's been easier for them because we see activity built in 
you know, January, February, March, really, really active. That's great. Really active. And we're continuously to grow. We're actually going to be a little over doubling our, um, you know, resource, our, our employees in 2022. So um, everything is looking good. We're excited. I think we're more excited is I think the, the, the problem that we're trying to solve, uh, the end users are understanding that more and more than they ever did before. And I think we're a big believer. The reason why we've been able to see the success is once you do those fundamental things, results happen because half the time it doesn't happen because we just do it because that's what everybody else does. Um, so the impact every other industry has seen, healthcare just has not, and it needs to because if we don't have health, we have nothing. If, if, if I don't have health, what is Amazon going to do for me? Nothing. And right. it is so important, but it is the most neglected um, aspect for a human being because we think about healthcare as I'm healthy because I haven't been sick. I don't need to go to a doctor, so I'm good. How long are you going to live? They can't tell you. Are you going to catch cold this year? They can't tell you. But if you ask them about their mortgage, they can answer you a lot of questions. Oh, my score is 790. I can get 3% APR. Like, they can't answer this question about health. I don't know why, but health is the most important aspect. That's true. Well, this has been fun. It's good to meet you. Uh, yep. Last question for you. Uh, any, how, first of all, how can people find you? I know you've got a website because I've been on it. So you're on the, on the, on the internet um, and you're, are you on Twitter or Facebook or LinkedIn? Tell people how to find you. Yeah, yeah. We're on LinkedIn. We're on Facebook. Uh, I believe we're on Twitter as well. Um, and then, you know, obviously, you know, if, if anybody wanted to get a hold of us, the website is insightandhealth.com and all the information is there. Um, and then how to contact us. We have two offices, one in the headquarters, Baltimore, one in Pittsburgh. You know, there's contact information there as well. Um, people can search my name. If they search my name, I come up everywhere in Google because that's what I did in the past, right? My first company was all about digital marketing. So we know how to do that, but, uh, no, I, again, inside health, if somebody was searching on Google, you know, they'll find us. Uh, but um, we're proactively, we're out there as well, right? The sales team is, you know, going to conferences. I think we're going to be attending like 15 or some conferences this year. So they're out there as well. Terrific. It was very nice to meet you. Thank you for your time. Absolutely, Steve. Same here. And, uh, you know, uh, half neighbor, right? That's right. Awesome. We'll find each other. <laughs> awesome. Take care.